The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, hear another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a tower. Then he leased it to tenants and went on a journey. When vintage time drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to obtain his produce. But the tenants seized the servants, and one they beat, another they killed, and a third they stoned. Again, he sent other servants more numerous than the first ones, but they treated them in the same way. Finally, he sent his son to them, thinking, they will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to one another, this is the heir. Come, let us kill him and acquire his inheritance. They seized him, threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What will the owner of the vineyard do to those tenants when he comes? They answered him, he will put those wretched men to a wretched death and lease his vineyard to other tenants who will give him the produce at the proper times. Jesus said to them, Did you never read in the scriptures, The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord has this been done, and it is wonderful in our eyes. Therefore I say to you, The kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that will produce its fruit. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they knew that he was speaking about them. And although they were attempting to arrest him, they feared the crowds, for they regarded him as a prophet. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, my friends. Yeah, uh, we have some pretty challenging uh, readings during Lent, and and this is one of them. This parable is one of them. Uh, I'm going to uh, to give give a few pointers. I'm going to skip the hard stuff. And then I'm going to give a bit of a lesson, okay? So let me give a couple of pointers first about the parable. In the parable, the vineyard owner sends his son to get from the tenants of the vineyard the produce that they should be producing. That's at the very end of the parable, okay? The son is Jesus. And there's significant points of reflection there, any number of them actually, but one of them is that Jesus here is saying that he is going to die. He will be killed by the tenants from whom he has come to collect the produce, the fruit of their, of their labor. Okay? So this is for our orientation, uh, what's going on in the, in the passage. We can go back and, and find, okay, who is Jesus referring to here? Who is he referring to here? Once we have in mind that one character, the son being sent. And of course, we know that not only because we know a good deal about Jesus and, and the way he thought about his, his life and how he preached the kingdom of God, uh, but we know that he is God's son. And in these parables where you have, say, vine a vineyard and you have a vineyard owner, we're always looking at God, who is the owner, and the vineyard is Israel. Okay, Israel, the people and the land, and the law, and the temple, and the rest. Okay, so 
those are my, those are my few pointers. Like I said, I'm going to skip the hard stuff. If you want to take up the parable in your classroom today, then have at it. It's, it's a beautiful parable. It's a very challenging one as well. Okay? But let me get to the, the lesson. Jesus leads us right into it himself. When he says, addressing the uh, chief priests and elders of the people, he's addressing the people in charge. The kingdom of God will be taken away from you. Okay, this is, of course, their prized possession. These are people who believe that they are about the work of God. They're giving themselves over to the work of God. They're building up the kingdom of God. This is their, this is their view. They, want to, they desperately want to see the kingdom of God come on earth as it is in heaven. They want it, okay? And this is their agenda. It's always a kingdom of God agenda. This is what they're striving for. And Jesus says to them, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that will produce its fruit. Who is the people that will produce its fruit? Who is it? Nobody will, I'm not, I don't want you to cry out with an, with an answer. This is somewhat rhetorical. See how much, how much silence pains us this morning as I see everybody squirming in their seats, yeah? Okay, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that will produce its fruit. The people that will produce its fruit is you. Okay, so there's a great blessing there and there's a great challenge there. Again, the, the leaders and rulers of the people of God wanted to be about the work of God's kingdom. This was their agenda. The kid, this, nothing mattered more to them in the world than that. And it was taken away from them because they were not producing the proper fruit. They were not going about their work the way that God wanted them to. And so instead, he summoned us to be the people who would bring in the reign of God, that we would be about the work of God. We're building up the kingdom of God, right? According to the prayer, on earth as it is in heaven. We're giving ourselves over to it. We have to produce its fruit, my friends. We have to produce its fruit. And the fruit of the kingdom of God is holiness and justice. It's, it's right relationship with God. We got to pray. We got to love God with our whole heart, mind, soul, and strength. And we can't do it because Jesus is on the scene and he's breathing his spirit into us so that we can be animated by his own life of love. We can love God with everything we've got. And that's what he's calling us to. And then if we love God with everything we've got, which is why we're here, to, why, why we're here in this very place today, is to, is to have God stir up our hearts in praise of him, in love of him, then we're made able to pour ourselves out in his service. We're made able to love others. We could be liberated from our own self-concern by praise of God for God's service. And that's what, we're, that's what we're doing here today. So we, my friends, are committing, we're committing here at this altar, here in this sacred place, we're committing to bearing the fruits of the kingdom and bearing the fruit of the spirit also in our hearts and lives. We, we have to be a people of great love, great and costly love. It means that we're always thinking about what God wants and how to glorify him, how to praise him. We're always thinking about what's best for the people around me and what can I do to build up the people around me. And when we do it, we'll find that giving ourselves over to the cause of love, we're also made to bear the fruit of the spirit. We will, we will become God's loving and generous and kind and merciful people. Yeah, that's what he wants. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, generosity, faithfulness, self-control. 
And so we give ourselves to this, to this great work today, knowing that God is meeting us here to give us everything we need to be about his work as he breathes his spirit anew into us this day, as he feeds us with his, his body and blood. He's making us strong so as to give ourselves away in his service.